Hey, welcome to Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. Today I am with one of my faves, super amazingly beautiful and talented, Noemi Gonzalez. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much. You're so kind. So I, good to be here. It's, it's uh, I mean it, and it's a pleasure to, to have you, finally have you here. We've been chatting for a while. And I mean, we've, known, we've been friends, Mondo, for almost like 10 years on social media. Yeah. So it's really <laughs> nice to like be here with Isn't you. Isn't it crazy how like you follow people and you kind of feel like you, you've known them for a I while? I know you. I know you. We've yeah. like, yeah, we're homies. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. And even like when, I, that's, I think that's like one of the, f the, the, the positives about, because there's like negatives and positives yeah. to social yeah. media mm -hmm. is, is uh, sometimes, you know, you don't get to talk to like friends for a while, right. but you know what they're up to exactly. and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And when you finally connect, it's like, oh, you know, time hasn't hasn't really affected us. affected us yeah. yeah thanks to the blessings of social of social so technology yeah yeah technology for sure. and then socials <laughs> okay so i want to start from like the very very top okay um you know you are an amazingly talented artist as i mentioned a few uh, minutes ago um where did that initially come from for you to say hey i'm gonna be an actress <laughs> well it being an actress, it came later. So the story is essentially that, um, unfortunately, my brother passed away at a very young age, and that was my first experience with death, and I just had so many emotions about it. Yeah. Um, so I channeled that to music, and I was part of the school's choir, and I was doing all the solos, and I just thought if you're going to be a singer, you have to be one at 18 or you're not going to make it. There was just something in me from old school Hollywood mentality thinking. I don't live in L.A. I don't live in New York. But my teacher, Michael Bukraba, has been incredible to me those 10 years. He was my teacher from elementary to high school. Wow. There was Segovia was in the middle. Um, but it was really cool to grow up with him. And he was having us sing three-part harmonies, two-part harmonies when we were in fourth grade in different languages. So I feel like my brain and my spirit really hung on to the arts to yeah. kind of channel all of that. And then um, I was like, I'm going to be a music teacher. I'm going to follow Mr. Beak for what he's, he's done for me. So I go to UC Santa Barbara, and I think I'm a music major. And God bless the orientation council woman who was like, I got you. You're going to do, because I told her I'm comfortable in the arts, but I don't know if I'm going to be a music teacher. Yeah. So then she said, I got you. You're going to do intro to acting. You're going to do a music class. You're going to do two requirements, and you're going to be set. You're going to have a great intro to college. And I'm like, oh, great. And in that intro to college, intro to acting was where I had Jason Narvey, one of the series regulars of Power Rangers. Not a Power Ranger, but he was he was in, this, in the whole um, series. Taught me. I met my friends, Victoria, Lorelli. And Lorelli, at the end of the year, was the one that said, like, please audition with me for this program. There's a BFA program at UC Santa Barbara. And I had already seen some productions, and I was like, oh, wow, no, I, those are the MVPs. Yeah. Like, you know how, like, USC has football players, and they treat them like gods because they're about to be, like, pro? <laughs> That's how I was with actors at my school. I was like, no, they're all in black, and they wear yoga. They take yoga mats everywhere. No, I can't do that. They're so good. And I got in. I got in. And wow. then three years later, I always just knew. I was like, okay, acting found me, you know? Through, through my brother, through Lorelli, and through UC Santa Barbara, and just staying open, you know, and yeah. Prior to, to auditioning, uh, prior to auditioning uh, for uh, UC Santa Barbara mm -hmm. in that program, yes. how long were you acting then? 
I only did intro to acting. Really? And then, yeah, and then I was like, then it was winter quarter, then spring quarter, and then spring was when we had audition. And I auditioned this pretty intense thing, and it was pretty cool. I felt really confident about it. And they're like, do this like as if you are boxing. And I was like, okay. And then I did. I changed it completely, like I was boxing and doing the monologue. And they're like, okay. And I do this like you were at a survivor's convention. I was like, okay. I was like, my so and so. Like you know, I just change. I just was able to change it. And then they finally were like what got you interested in acting and or like what and I'd say my dad my dad heavily had me watching a lot of great movies I'm a huge Robin Williams fan huge Jim Carrey fan um, a lot of talented um, people through the screen growing up and we saw Goodwill Hunting together and so wow. the express the, that movie was a big reason why I became an actor because my dad was watching it with me and it's such a beautiful freaking story so then like he's pauses it and he's like you see them you see what they're doing right there I'm like what and he's like they started to go off the script, the the story, and they're just connecting. Just look at it, they're having, look at them laugh, they're having such a great, and look at these, and then they go back in the scene. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa. And from that moment on, I was like looking at it as a craft and just how cool it is to like be on your craft so well that you are with someone else that's on their craft so well that you can just free flow and act and tell a beautiful yeah. story. I was like, I'm, that was a big reason why I just kept watching movies. So <laughs> when, when, you, when, you, when you went into acting, mm -hmm. Um, how were your parents, you know, feeling, <laughs> reacting? What were they telling you? I mean, they must have been ecstatic if your pops was a big, like, you know, movie mm. goer and, and well, watcher. Well, um, love my dad, but he, he is in prison. So he has been out of the picture for quite some time. Um, and it's awesome because I'm sure he's seen me flourish on screen. Yeah, and I bet. And it's awesome because... I saw him before as Suzette, and it was just a really interesting experience to have that connection with him. Um, but my mom was funny, because my mom's always been interested in like entertainers and entertainment gossip and singers, and <laughs> she's the one that introduced me to Selena, Lady Di uh, Princess Diana, Alicia Villarreal de Limite, um, just a lot of powerful, powerful Acaso women. Eres tú? Oh, tú, oh, tú. Acaso eres tú, oh, tú, oh, tú. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, my favorite is, uh, yo sin tu amor, me uh, volvería loca. Hey. So good, so good. Um, but yeah, so she had me in that, and I was always singing, so she showed up. She would show up when I did solos and whatnot. But when I went to UC Santa Barbara, this research institute, yeah. And then at the time, my major was called dramatic art because they shifted the whole department into theater and dance. And so when people would, when she'd be around me and they'd be like, oh, you, um, what are you studying? I'd be like, dramatic art. And finally, she was just like, why can't you say doctor? <laughs> why can't you say lawyer? <laughs> and I was like, oh, my bad. And then, not my bad, but I was just like, I was to tell you, mom, like, I'm going to live my life. I'm going to do my thing. I'm like sorry not sorry kind of vibe how, like how old are you at this time i was 18 for 19 yeah yeah first year of college first year second I, year maybe i let my my parents down for a few years mm. they um so i went to this this medical program oh wow from 14 to 18 years old i went to this usc medical program for four years every saturday i would mm -hmm. be bused to usc mm -hmm. um and, you know, I told my parents I was going to be a pediatrician, and they were like, oh, my son was a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, something happened in, in college. I was um, walking through campus, and I saw this speaker. 
outside of the, the campus radio station. And I'm just like, Wait a what second. is that? Where is that coming from? It, um, it finds you. Your path finds you sometimes. I gave myself a little tour of the radio station. Um, Where is the love by the Black Eyed Peas was playing, which is crazy because yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is the love? We're gonna sing all. all I know, sorry guys. Guys, it's gonna become a karaoke show. Like the love, the love. (laughs) So it it was, it was kind of crazy because you know on this show, Mondo and Friends, in season one, we Mm -hmm. had taboo of the black right, eyed peas right so full circle it was super full circle and i sang where ah! is the love with him on the show we wow, were just vibing out it was crazy and it's one of those things that you know that the beautiful things of, of life where you know you get these full circle moments and um yeah it was that song that caught my eye and you know everything pretty much like happens from that moment mm-hmm. and um yeah it, I it, hear it was you. It was nuts. It's, so that was it. That's all I had to 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 um to experience for me to be like I'm in. This is what I want to do. Isn't I'm that in. isn't that crazy? It's amazing. It's God. If you believe to me, yes. that's 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 spirit. That's, I do that's, believe that's, in that's yes. universe. That's art. That's what we do is so it's sensuality and spirituality and like people don't get that. And like if you're open and like not only hearing it, but if you're doing something about it. You know, it's really fulfilling. Look at you. Look yeah. at look at what you're doing. And like, I'm freaking. I knew Selena before my brother passed, and I, and then all of a sudden I'm playing her sister, someone else who's lost a sibling. Yes. And she's and her whole family. Like I've always known everything about her family because I was raised Jehovah's Witness just like they were. So mm. I'll, now number one, where they're Tejano and Chicana, where they're first. Not that I'm first generation, but they've definitely been here a couple generations. But the Jehovah's Witness and then the death and then my brother passed and the movie came out. So mm-hmm. like I latched on and grieved with the family in a way that they probably have no idea that I did. So to then suddenly give back and be this character for them, it's just like, <laughs> how can I not believe like this is what I'm supposed to do? This is wild. This is amazing. So I hear you. It's it's a trip, isn't it? It is. <laughs> did, did, did you share this with with uh, the Quintanillas? I did. I, the first time I met Suzette, I, I shared it with her, and it was awesome. And I gave her a little bit of more detail. She was like, so you know, you know, because I knew the Jehovah's Witness upbringing. I knew the music. I knew the language barrier or, like, generation difference. And I knew it all before the movie. Mm. I was, my mom, I remember my mom handing me the Amor Prohibido album. I remember her telling me what happened and me being like, I don't understand, but not her. <laughs> Just not her. And then, um, yeah, so I feel like in a lot of ways, Suzette and I are really close because we, we have some kind of mutual understanding in that regard, in, in many regards. So it's really, really beautiful. Yeah. So you've now have had these, like, breakout roles. You know, you had East Los High, yeah, East Los. Uh, the tax collector, yeah. and, you know, recently the Netflix hit show, Selena series, uh, where yes, you played Suzette Quintanilla, yes. mm-hmm. uh, La Hermana, the sister of, sí. of uh, the late sí. and great Selena. Sí. Um, I mean, I can't, I can't even imagine the, the emotions like while shooting some of these these scenes. It was emotional. It was emotional for sure. It was intense. It was honestly intense from the jump because I was letting myself be her sister, but then also knowing the actor Eagle Eye in me knew the end. So all these beautiful moments were just bittersweet mm. constantly, the whole time. And so 
it just always made me think like what was it like for them who had no clue and had such a had such a you know shock to their life yeah all of them all of them the band all of them the family the, the tech corpus like there's just no idea but then to be recreating it and trying to believe that like I have no idea what's going to happen next but then like wanting to milk all the beautiful moments I had with Christian dressed as Selena yeah you know what I mean like it's, it's it was a big deal to make sure that I kept my spirit up make sure that I had a big support system I also had the pressure because I'm playing an executive producer on the show she is still alive to watch this and I have so much respect and honor for the family and for, for the Quintanilla family, for the story, for her Selena's legacy. So I had a lot of pressure. I also played the drums, which were like one of the only visible things you could see yeah. playing or not playing. And it was hard. The drums are not easy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I definitely had to stay strong. And how uh, did you train and, and practice like for, to, you know, to play the drums on set? Sure. Uh, the production gifted gave us um, lessons. And so with Antonio Pontarelli, the music director, um, and with Kiko Bernessian, my drum instructor, we would do Mondays and Fridays for an hour, three weeks leading up to it with the 50, 50 listed songs that I could have to play. So I was like, three weeks to like be on camera for the first time. Luckily, wow. we had a delay. So then that delay... Excuse me. You're good. In that delay, I um, I um, rehearsed every day for 30 minutes at minimum, but I would do 30 minutes in the morning, 30 minutes at night, sometimes 30 minutes before rehearsal, sometimes 30 minutes after rehearsal. Wow. Like I was, I was like dedicated, and I, even on set and stuff, people would see me, you know, with my drum kit or AirPods in and metronome going. <laughs> just wow. Like, yeah, like I was I was really serious about it and I'm, I'm really happy that I had that introduction because it was a beautiful life lesson, a beautiful experience to be connected to the drums, to the heartbeat, to be connected to Selena's music like that. Yeah. Never fathomed. Like I'm over here freaking doing like arcacha moves and stuff yeah. as, a, as a little girl, but then to now be like, da, 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 as like bidi bidi bum bum, I'm like, what? That's, Who am I? <laughs> that's great. And, and I know that you, you know, initially like growing up you thought you were going to become a music teacher right so to to go from oh i'm gonna you know i think i'm gonna be a music teacher to playing the drums on this like hit series i'm sure it was like kind of full circle for you too oh yeah I, uh, this brought me back to m the beginning it brought me back to my music beginning a thousand percent yeah and and I'm just so thankful because I'm like, here I am really getting swept up and giving my all to the craft of acting and then not registering that the first thing that I poured myself into yeah. was singing. Even if it was a solo in a choir or something, it was music related. And then to have like the biggest connection I have with an artist be Selena since I was seven, six, eight, you know, and then now I'm drumming to her music and watching her surreally in front of me and I'm, and I'm, I'm giving to that vibe. I'm giving to that energy to yeah. the audience. I'm contributing to Selena's uh, freaking star. Like, that's amazing. Like, I was just like, this is, I felt so blessed all the time. As much as it was, I had to be strong, I was also like, pinch me. <laughs> are you, are you like an energy based person? person? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Big energy based person. Man. Yeah. So I'm sure you like, you feel things in a different level. Than oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you an empath too? I am definitely an empath. Let's yeah. let's get into therapy. Here. Yeah, let's do this. Um, do With Mondo <laughs> and friends, <laughs> we it, can soothe it, you. It, it low key becomes a therapy session. Sometime it does. Here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's beautiful. I mean, we're getting we're get carving into each other, getting to know each other, right? So yeah. you guys get to 
see a little bit of the empath in me, and I love to give that energy too. I get exhausted after interviews or photo shoots. I get exhausted after a day of set because I gave all day. Yes. You know? I'm, not, I'm not chopping wood, which is an honorable job to do, right. but people don't register like to pretend to be someone else all day and carry that. And then you're also carrying it when you're not clocked in nine to five. I'm sure you're carrying your work stress and oh deadlines that you have coming up this week, even when you're not here nine to five. I'm, uh, I'm like, Noemi's coming, Noemi's coming, oh my gosh. <laughs> Breathe. Where's my inhaler? I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you're right. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very empathetic. Um, and I, energy is, is, is everything to me, you know, um, when it comes to, um, just squeezing, I, 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 I go to a therapist. I see mm-hmm. a therapist every week. Yeah, me too. And, and I, um, which I think is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Um, I appreciate you sharing that, especially as a man as well. Yeah. Thank you. you know what? I think it's important to share that because, you know, as a Latino male. Especially, I was going to say. Um, yeah. And, you know, we, we need to remove that, that mm-hmm. stigma, you exactly. know. And so I, I tell my therapist that I squeeze every bit of energy throughout the day like mm-hmm. that I have right mm-hmm. and when I leave here when I'm driving or some I sometimes like when you're out of energy is sometimes your emotions just kind of like take the take a, the a whole different yeah. spin you right. know so um yeah like you know we'll have an interview or we'll have a shoot we'll have you know and it's it's sometimes it's like 15 17 hour days for me and and again, like I'm giving my, I'm giving my all, right. you know, and, and sometimes it is very, um, you know, draining. And like you said, it's not like, you know, I have, um, you know, concrete bags of concrete on my head and like doing right. all that, which again is an honorable job and it's mm-hmm. tough, mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's also a, a tough gig to yeah. like mentally and, and physically yeah. to, to do what, what we do. Exactly. It really is. And it's a lot of personal stuff that we are doing to give what we do. We don't register that some of the jobs are teaching us things out of nowhere. Yeah. We don't register that some of the roles are changing us because I needed this change in my life or something like, yep. but, and that's, that could be very demanding because it's associated and so close to the, the heart, the person, our personal experience while doing the job. And then you don't know what else you've got going on. And there's a pandemic. I don't know if you heard, but like yeah, add yeah. that add that stress on top of everything. Add that stress. <laughs> add the pressures of society. Yeah. Add, add the the stresses of life. The man. <laughs> yeah, you know, and uh, we have a party. Yeah, when we still make friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of this this very you know emotional moment uh, on on set that you know transcribed through the camera um mm-hmm. for for every viewer was this scene mm-hmm. with with uh the no me queda mas mm-hmm. moment as yeah. they call it with mm-hmm. with uh suzette and, and ricky mm-hmm. um that is my favorite moment in Aww. the entire series wow it gave me goosebumps it's beautiful how was that for you <clears throat> shooting that it was emotional it was emotional it didn't, just so just fans know, it did not happen exactly verbatim as you saw. It was a symbolic, I think, expression of what was happening or what was a, a dynamic in the band. So the, I think the production had a hard time trying to nail this heartfelt experience that created such an iconic, beautiful song with respecting everyone in the, in the family and in the experience. So 
there's that. So it was wonderful that of, of trying to find the right balance, we came up with this beautiful scene that had no words, just Selena singing No Me Queda Mas. Okay, so for those that don't know, you might break it. Spoiler alert, okay? If you haven't watched this, spoiler alert, but go ahead. Talk about this, this scene. Describe it for those. Okay, so the scene is um, AB is telling Selena she's prepping He's prepping his sister Selena to sing this song like much producers do. Like, you need to be in this vibe. You need to have this energy. Like, get into this moment. So he tells her, like, okay, so this song is about someone that Ricky wrote. It's freaking beautiful, Selena, but we won't say who it is. Just, just kill it. Like, you do a good job. And so, of course, she starts singing, and then Suzette enters, and she just grabs her bag. And I just grab my bag, and then I, I look up because Selena is just singing so emotionally and beautifully in part, and I'm like... Wow, and I'm just, this, these words are beautiful. And so I turned to Ricky, unbeknownst to me, anything going on in his inner world, and I just put my hand on his shoulder and say, like, what a beautiful song. Who knew you had it in you? As if, like, he has all this love in here for you. You know, like, it's completely the opposite. And we did different takes where I registered, like... You just took me back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what a beautiful song. I'm in the scene right now. Mondo's in the scene with me, guys. Mondo's in the scene. I'm Ricky right He's now. Ricky. <laughs> We've been there before, though, right? All of us have been there. Yep, so yep. Estaba fuerte, ¿verdad? Like, yeah. yeah, so it was it was beautiful to to lean in and say that and have different takes. We had takes where I'm really happy with what they went with the director's EP, Hiro Kamata. Um, our editors did wonderfully choosing that one. But there were some other ones that were really powerful, too, where Suzette registered, like, this is about us or me or this you know, behind the scenes story or dynamic and then that she just bolts. So I held that and I walked all the way around like your offices until I got to Video Village and then watched the rest of it because you see that part of me registering it was that Selena Christian was registering that it was about me because she was watching Ricky's reaction to me being in the room. And not only am I in the room, but I'm in the room about a song that is just the most powerful, heartbreaking song. And I'm about to, and I've already gotten married. And that was, that was what he had written when I was in the process of getting married to Billy Arriaga, who they're still married together 20, 27 years or something. Wow, they just celebrated beautiful. their anniversary recently. Um, so it was really beautiful. It was really beautiful and powerful to have that big of a connection. That song has always been one of my top Selena songs. There's always top, oh. there's always top three, and that one's usually number one. And I have a certain vibe that takes me back to the 90s, that takes me back to this pure love and like just wanting to give it. And to know that it was inspired by this story is just such an honor. It's such a beautiful, heart-filled honor. <laughs> no, man, you, you did such a, I mean, everyone in that scene, and just in the, the series, you guys did such a great job. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, that, that scene was definitely very powerful. If you haven't seen it, Go and check it out. I mean, it's a quick YouTube search, too. Yeah, no, it's all right over there. everywhere. Yeah, it had a lot of buzz. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you you get this, this, this you know, Selena series gig. Mm -hmm. um, what are you thinking? Abraham knows me? <laughs> Suzette knows me? I, I, was, I was floored. I was just like, what? Like, huh? But I'll tell you, like, there was a lot of buzz before I had it on my, in my hands, like, Everyone was going in for it, and I was like, my audition will come, the, the notice will come. And then it came, and when it came, when I saw Selena's series for Netflix, I just looked at it in a way that I knew I was gonna be a part of it. I didn't know how, I, God's truth, I just knew I was gonna be a part of it. And then went in for Suzette, went in for Selena, then went in for Suzette, then callbacks, interviews, 
and they called me. I didn't know when they were like, the family approved you. I didn't know that, that they had final approval. Wow. I thought I was still waiting for Netflix's approval. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I just made it to the next round. I'm going to eat some cake. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, but before that, I was, I was on the, in my bed and I just popped up on the phone with my reps and they were telling me more things. And I was just, my, that was my thought process. Like, Abraham Quintanilla, Suzette Quintanilla, AB maybe? Yeah. What? Like, these people that have been such a family to me, a Latino iconic family to me. Yeah. And I'm, I'm on their radar? Like, what the heck? And then, wait a second, I'm going to be her. Hold on. Like, it was just complete disbelief. Complete disbelief. And then later when I was having said cake, my manager called me with more details. And I was just like, wait a second. Hold on. <laughs> and they was like, kept picture captured of me, like, beside myself. Beside myself. Were they on, on, uh, on set? They weren't, unfortunately. They weren't due to COVID. Due to you know wanting. Oh, because you guys were shooting during COVID. That's crazy. We did, crazy. we did, which was much harder. We we did. We were supposed to film seven months. We filmed, I think, four, and then we were evacuated from Mexico because we shot in beautiful Rosarito de Baja Studios. Mucho amor de todo mi equipo de Tijuana de DF. Hey. Les adoro. Les quiero mucho. Um, so they um, we filmed there. We were evacuated, and then we were quiet for five months. Like I didn't know we were gonna come back. I didn't know we were gonna finish. Wow. We only had like three, two, two, three months to finish. And then when we went back, it was a whole new world with masks, with set life. I had a, my Suzette squad who was like, everyone had their squad because no one else could touch us to prevent, you know, mm. the, the disease from spreading. So it was wild to be anchored through a global historic pandemic and yeah. 300 people, including the construction workers who set up the set that we never see where yeah. we were all going through the experience while working on Silly the Series. So it was, it was amazing, and, and that's a lot of the reason why we poured so much into it, because we were away from home, away from our loved ones during a pandemic, and then just hope, and then all the pressure on top of it, just trying to do great. So we, we gave a lot. So it means a lot when, when you say, like, it was, it was good or, like, you appreciated what we've done, because everyone from the drivers, David, te amo. Um, <laughs> My driver is my best friend. It's going to become a shout-out show Yeah, shout-out, shout-out. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> it's because you did radio, man. I can't help it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, quick shout-out to... <laughs> so, yeah, we filmed that. We filmed like that. You should have just shown up with a list. I would have done all the shout-outs. <laughs> and the intro. Footnote. <laughs> we got Noemi in here. But real quick, shout-out to so-and-so and so-and-so. <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm bringing you back huh? yes yes <laughs> you I'm can gonna... hear the you can hear the music in the back the beat <laughs> it's all coming back to me I'm, i, I want to hit like it's all coming back it's all coming no, just kidding. <laughs> oh, i want to hit music right now and this song right here goes out to um no i i think it's 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 beautiful you know what, what you've done on set and just I, I, it now makes it makes sense that you know it's a lot of emotional moments um, within that series alone. But I, and I, I wasn't aware that you guys were shooting, you know, during COVID. Yeah. And obviously during quarantine, I'm sure quarantine passed, and then you guys started shooting. But there was still a lot of it was it's, it's the pandemic has been no joke, no especially joke. 2020. Which is that's when you guys yep. shot, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
2019 to start it was it was it was tough like mm -hmm. mentally and, and, and physically On everybody everybody you know all of us all over you know now this next section of the program is sponsored by Verizon Verizon has partnered up with Oi Health to offer discounts and savings on telehealth services in tu idioma for customers and their families and as you guys know health and not just physical health but mental health too is very important. So for this next question, I want to talk to you a little bit about mental health in nuestra comunidad. Noemi, what do you do to take care of your mental health? Well, like we mentioned, I go to therapy once a week, so I definitely enjoy that. I journal and I, I do make sure to spend a lot of time in nature. Like I just went to a hike I, while I was in Denver. I did a, a walk by the creek and then a nature walk around the lake that was actually really spiritual that there was a lot of native history there so I make sure to connect I sometimes go outside my balcony and I'll make sure not to be on my phone and I'll look at the sky I'll look at the stars I'll look at the moon I'll talk to the moon I'll talk to the ocean like I, I definitely gravitate towards la naturaleza to natural beauty but um, yeah definitely have to check in a lot check in with myself make sure hydration eat sleep those are the first three and then after that. <laughs> when did you realize that mental health is something important? Ooh, 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 ooh. I realized mental health is important, you know, since being a kid and experiencing, obviously, the death of my brother, number one. Wow. I think a lot of Latinos having such a big families, I think a lot of us tend to have a lot of um, terrible, tragic things that can happen that we don't register how much it has an effect on you as the individual, but then the mom or the dad or the family, the grandma, whatever the case may be. So I think that was the first time I think my mom had asked me. I went through some other traumatic things. Definitely have had a crazy, crazy life. It's probably why you can feel a lot of the emotions and the empath energy. Um, <laughs> so it's beautiful to get to give that and serve that in, in that way, because I have all that. Um, so that was probably the first time, but honestly, it was especially strong in my adulthood after doing The Young and the Restless. It was just a lot of work. It was they're the hardest working um, production team in LA because they do, they do four episodes in five days. Regular primetime does one episode in eight days. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And then when I signed on, I was doing six episodes in four days because we were in the holiday area where we, we needed to work our butts off so that we can have two weeks off for, for the holidays. Yeah. So the fans could keep having their Monday through Friday shows that were Christmas or Thanksgiving related. So it was Man. really intense. A lot, of, um, a lot of haters on social media during that time, a lot of racism during that time. Really? Um, due to the Trump administration yeah. and also Trump and um, just the political climate getting heated with Latinos and me being a Latina actress playing a very strong Latina role um, I just really had a lot of heat sent my way and I needed to to recluse and be a hermit and speak to a therapist and get some help on how I can handle the realities of what it's like to be an actress in 2020, a Latina actress in 2020. I'm speechless. I, 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 can't, I can't even think about how that would how that would you know that would be a thing in in, in 2020 right? right and just last year mm -hmm. um and and uh you know this is what i love about this show is that we get an insight into you know your world and, and others worlds mm -hmm. um that i would never like we had a we had an athlete here um shout out to jen Shout out to Jen beep, Munoz. Beep, beep. What up, Jen? <laughs> 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 
And uh, she came on the show. She was, she's, uh, she's an athlete. She plays soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was talking about how, you know, she, you know, would get catcalled on, uh, she would hear catcalls on the pitch. Yeah. And, you know, um, certain things like that, or that, you know, after a game, she would go on, on social media to see, you know, if she, if, if she did well. Yeah. Or not. Yeah. And and that would take a, a toll on her mental health too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so these things, like For I, real. you know, I I would never think that. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, you you saying that you had to deal with with racism, you racism. know, as a Latina actress. Mm-hmm. Racism as a Latina actress, body shaming as a Latina actress, bullying on social media as a Latina actress. Um, so I had to, when I would pick up my phone, even for emails now, but, but, but for when I pick up my phone for Instagram or socials, I would literally have to envision like a, an, an, a force field to be like, Bam, no matter what I get here, I am a little more detached, I am removed, and this is not going to affect my day. I'm not going to be bummed, I'm not going to be triggered, I'm not going to be unhappy, I'm not going to be angry. Even happy, I won't be too happy either because I don't want things to get to my head. Mm. <laughs> so I literally, before going into the comment section, would just have this kind of removal. I would even move my phone a little farther so it's like it can't penetrate me. Wow. So it's like it's sad that I had to even do that, whereas people just like flip on and then they're just like, you suck. You da 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 They're like spending all that energy the opposite direction. Yeah. It's wild. I'll never <laughs> understand that. Yeah. I, w- I will never, ever understand trolls. Right. And, right. and how, I mean, I'm sure they have their own issues and, yeah. and they try to, that's their... Um, their funnel, I guess, right. is is their their form of release. But yeah, I never understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so how how are you going about it now? I mean, has that kind of fizzled out? It has fizzled yeah. out for the most part, but I still, um, because of the Selena experience being so Latino focused and being on a platform that gives bicultural representation across the world to a Tejana, I was like, I am not gonna let anything prior to this really challenging time affect the beauty and the radiance that is being a Latina actress and representing for my raza and being happy that I am doing that. Because if I just focus on the shadow, that was the challenge. Like, why am I not enjoying all the beauty that comes with it? Like, why am I not enjoying connecting with people from Brazil or, or anywhere or, or someone from South Africa who is like, you're Latina and I see it, I feel it. Or someone from Japan who's like, I rock with it, I get it. And yeah, I just had to make sure that I'm always checking in with myself. I'm really good at about checking in with myself weekly, Sundays to prep my week, to compartmentalize the week. That was that kind of week. Next week is this kind of week. What do I need? What kind of focus do I need? And then the month so I can just put them behind me and move forward. And so it's probably for the most part fizzled out and I'm not naive. And who was I to think that I'd be in Hollywood unscathed by any of the things that are Hollywood, right? Yeah. It is It is a beast. So this so. past Sunday, you were like, oh, man, I'm going to go hang out with Mondo. <laughs> <laughs> Got to mentally prepare for that Dios. one. <laughs> <laughs> during during yeah. that time of, you know, the bullying and, and, and all that going on, mm-hmm. um, did you ever think of of quitting? Yeah, I had to I had to consider it for my mental health. I had to consider it for my mental health. Cuz it got so bad that it was affecting how I would pick up a paper and choose how I was going to represent this role to the masses. You know, and if I picked up a role that was offered to me but questionable because of how they're offering it to me, I would twist it and give it humanity so that you could see that it's not stereotype. It's not a stereotype. You know. So, 
I had to ask myself if I, if I needed the strength or something or a break to, to just take a beat and keep going. So a big part of me was like, there's no way I'm not going. I just feel like there's some forces that know I'm here to do good and I will continue to be a warrior. So that's that. <laughs> during, during those moments of, of man, like, like, should I quit? Should I let this go? Like, I'm, I'm over this or yeah. this, you know, this energy, this, this these feelings, these, this, this treatment, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Mm -hmm. Um, were you able, um, how were you able to, to move on? And, and I'm only asking you this because, you know, as a creative, mm -hmm. um, I've had moments where I'm like, I think I'm done. I think I'm good. Yeah. You know, I'm, I've had a limit. We all have a limit. How have you been able to, to move past that? God, number one, God, number one, com conversing with God, universe, spirit, staying open, seeing, seeing what God is trying to do for me in this lesson and not see it as something that's taking personal, taking it so personally or not seeing the long run of what this is for. Um, so that's that. Definitely God, number one, Jehovah. And then two, I would do certain things to, to force myself to get out, which would be number one, therapy was much needed. And then two, I think a big thing was I, I was supposed to go to Coachella Fest and I was like, I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy to like go to this concert and have a good time and set up the camp. And that's usually what I do and I'm, I'm not going to do it. So instead, I sold those tickets to go to Puerto Vallarta, which is number one, away from L.A., giving me a break to be like, there's other worlds besides the world that has consumed me. Then when I was there, I was like, wow, I'm really messed up because I'm like, haven't taken a second to enjoy this. Wow, that's a real good check-in. And then my boyfriend at the time, we went to Los Arcos, which was paddle boarding three miles, 20 minutes to these national uh, natural arcs that were out, caves, boulders that were outside of the coast of Puerto Vallarta. They had this um, really big uh, cave that you could surf into with the paddleboard wow. or a cave that you can go in and then come back out. And so when I did that, that forced me out of my head and into my body. The adrenaline rush, the excitement, it was like a shock to my system that made me really register that I need to shock my system every once in a while with good stuff, not be generally junkie necessarily, but like with what a beautiful memory I have, what a beautiful experience I have because I forced myself to be like, all right, you're in a funk. Vamos, let's let's switch up the vibe. Animo, 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 Guerrera. Like so, I definitely feel God, and then God's country, God's God's beauty. With you're, you're gonna knock down my set. I told you, I speak with my hands. Suzette, we're <laughs> not. We're, uh, I'm calling Suzette because this, we're not playing the drums. <laughs> we're not playing the drums here, okay? <laughs> She's looking. <laughs> ding, <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> Um, Sorry, guys. But but <laughs> I, I, just going back to that, I think it's it's a it's a it's a beautiful thing, you know the the ups and the downs, right? Mm -hmm. Like you you can't appreciate the ups if if you can't kind of um, process the downs. process the downs. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I I I mean, for whatever it's worth, like I I applaud you for being able to. You know, just just digging deep within mm -hmm. you, and and you know, not going to turn up at Coachella and going to to Puerto Vallarta instead, and and, and finding something there. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people 
Um, sometimes, you know, they'll probably go to Coachella and try to forget their, their, their yeah, problems yeah. and, and escape. escape. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you were like, no, I don't want to escape. I want to dig deep and, and find, figure this out. Yeah, I had to be alone with my thoughts. I was away from my environment. So I, it forced me to be like, okay, you're away from home. You're away from the responsibilities for a bit. And you're supposed to be having a good time here. But for some reason, you can't. Like, why, why, why? So it was, it was really good to do that. And I try to do that a lot. Like, I try to go out of town maybe, at least visit my family in the desert, maybe like once a month or maybe once every two months. Just to have a switch from the L.A. hustle. Just to have a switch from the L.A. rhythm, you know? Um, so that's, gonna, that's always been important to me, to make sure that I have a lot of trips to, like, one, enjoy life, like, pura vida, a pasear, you know? Um, and then, two, it is part of the mental health kind of switch up so that we don't go, we don't fall into a funk from just clocking in nine to five forever. By the way, I like have tried not to cuss. Is that okay? Like I'd rather you can, not. You can cuss away. Okay, cool. I mean, not, uh, let's, let's. <laughs> yeah, Annie was here. She was yeah. cussing. Like, so Fred edits these episodes and cool. he's like, Annie broke a record, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's my girl, Annie. That's my girl. <laughs> Annie Gonzalez, my prima. <laughs> Your, your prima, she was going in. It was yeah, like prima's crazy. The whole, the, the whole episode was like beep 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 beep. beep, beep. And then at this, <laughs> I already know. I love it. Um, but uh, yeah, no. You know, speaking of, of you know family, mm-hmm. you don't have family in in the industry, in the entertainment mm-hmm. industry per no. se, right? Like, no. I think. It's it's a beautiful thing that you have been able to to hustle your way without like having fam, you know. And I guess sometimes you have family in a certain industry, and there's mm-hmm. sort of like a safety net, oh, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There's sure. no safety net no. here. Uh, same for me. I, I didn't know anyone. That's why my my parents were like, you know, no, no, yeah. Mijo, you know, do this, do this you know, take yeah. this safe route It'll here. It'll be easier for your life. Do this, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> And uh, of course, you know, I, yeah. I, I went the other way. And um, yeah, like, how has that been for you, your family? Um, you know, when you when you go back, is it is it any any different? Mm-hmm. Um, like with even extended family, I know mm-hmm. sometimes it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. they see you and they're yeah. like, oh, hey, this is Noemi, yeah. you know. Yeah. So how, how is how, how has that been for you? It's been a journey because number one, from the jump when I said I, I didn't, I didn't think I was gonna be an actor, right? But when I registered that I was, I never thought that I was. I thought I could be doing theater in Minneapolis or Miami or Boston. I didn't think I was gonna be movie star. I, I not that I didn't think I deserved it. I just knew that I was going to act because it gave me joy. So I was going to make it happen and I was gonna live a happy, fulfilled life, surviving off of it. That was the goal. So then for a while, my vow was to be the, uh, the Asian guy that's in everything. He, you know, the kind of guy <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. in every movie, but you don't know his name. I was like, I won't be that guy. Like, he has his privacy. He's, got, he's, got, he's getting paid. Yep. He's fulfillment, like, doing, being on set. And he's just coasting, like, you know, set to set, you know. 
And then I registered the more that I was doing roles and they'd be standout or, or, or just the fact that that raza needs this representation so much that I was like, I hear you, God. I'm not, I am not here to be in the wings or in the sidelines. I am here to make some noise. And here I am playing a drummer. <laughs> so that was, that was that. So I've had a hard time registering the, what comes with, with acting is that celebrity or is that fame. So when I would come home, sometimes certain cousins or something, they're like, oh, I feel like I'm talking to a celebrity. And I'm like, fam, you're my fam. Where'd you go? Like, come here. Like, my mom's definitely number one. Number one stays the same. Uh, most of my brothers stay the same. Love so much love there, and uh, yeah. But that was the only like quote unquote weirdness was to see some extended family all of a sudden just get super nervous around me or super whatever. And I'm like, so la misma. I'm like, I'm the same yeah. one from Christmas the year before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like that's, whatever you know the holidays. That's funny how that works. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, I've I've had. I know it, it, it's just. It's just weird how how that works and and how that um how people see you um in a different light even yeah. if it is fam and how many primos uh, come out of nowhere right mm. like hey yeah. I'm your primo hey I'm your prima and I'm like what I didn't know I had so many primos Ooh, <laughs> I had I had someone try, I had someone riding my coattails bad real bad and they also yeah. Yeah, they actually they're actually in the entertainment industry a little bit too with the pretty iconic uh, person, and I I haven't like talked to them about it yet, but it was kind of like this is making me uncomfortable, you know, and it was unfortunate that that came to that because when I when I would go home to them in the holidays, they would be like, oh, how's your little indie going? And I'm like, oh, it's not an indie. Like, it's Paramount Pictures for Paranormal Activity, you know? It's good stuff. Like, I'm hustling, I'm working. Oh, okay, next year. Oh, how's your little web series going? And I'm like, oh, it's not a web series. It's a digital series on Hulu, <laughs> one of the first streaming shows, all Latino cast. Like, it's, it's awesome. Like, I'm representing, I'm doing the thing. I'm being a pioneer before streaming was a thing. You know, it ain't no thing, cousin, but <laughs> hey, I'm freaking breaking ground here. And yeah, and then as soon as I booked, as soon as I booked YNR, that cousin's calling me. Oh my God, you're gonna be a star. Where was this when I was hustling and you didn't like it? Yeah. Where's that? Where's that support? Where's that fam? You know. So it was wild to me that I had that experience with with the family member, and I never fathomed that it would be the case. But it's like you don't register the change of, of, of status or celebrity until you register that you have it. Like all of a sudden I have a blue check mark and my comments come up top so mm -hmm. people see it. Oh, I didn't, I don't care about a blue check mark. I don't need to be verified, but I just happen to be. And now that my voice has more power, okay, I, I live on this plane in time. So I have to use that to its good and not, not pendejadas or right. whatever the case may be. So it's just wild what, what gifts and lessons you get from the transitions. Do you feel any sort of, of pressure now being that, you know, you, you have a platform or is there, is it pressure or is it, I don't know, is it excitement? It's, it's pressure and pleasure. <laughs> it's pressure and pleasure because yeah, I want to, I, I would make sure I'd get these roles and I would humanize them. I would make sure I'd give, like on YNR, I was giving it to the, to the Latinos and the people of color that watch the show and it has been not 
full of people that are representing them and their background. So then, and also specifically Hood, like I, I made specific choices, like when she was around certain people, she had this eloquence because she's like hustling, but then as soon as she's drinking with them at the dining table or at a party, that's when like the Hood came out. And you'd see, and I'd get responses from fans being like, yes, like, oh my God, I've been needing like an update version of a telenovela that's American, like, oh my God, like, thank you or whatever. And so there's that kind of pressure, but that was a lot of pleasure to then be crafting you know serving in this world but then also let me make sure that my latinos feel like they're seen but then i also have to coast so that no one knows that i'm doing anything yeah so it's really cool but it's it's pressure and pleasure for sure like yeah a thousand percent does, does representation matter yeah a thousand percent representation matter of course it matters a thousand percent yeah, I might as well get tatted on my chest. No regrets. <laughs> Representation matters. No, re no regrets? No <laughs> Representation matters. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regrets. Regrets. <laughs> That's what it is. Regrets. No regrets. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I went back home and I was at the, I was at Panda. It was at Panda Express. No, it was P.F. Chang's at the river. And this is a place where everyone would go to like high school to like watch a movie, maybe a date and then a movie and then whatever. And it was really, it's on the other side of the 10. So it was like more affluent, especially from Desert Hot Springs. And this, I, I'm leaving for my, my sister Liz's birthday, my, my sister-in-law. And I'm leaving, and out of nowhere, I see this kid and this mom come out. His mom's racing, chasing after a little girl, and the little girl's like, I know you, you're Suzette, you're Suzette, da 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 da. And she's, she's little to the point where she then later, after pictures and stuff, asked me where Selena was, because oh. she just assumed we were always together. Oh, man. And I was just like, oh, she's in Atlanta. Like, she lives in a different state, Mija. But I had to tell her, like, Mija, I grew up here. Like, I went to these this restaurant I had you know birthdays here I had dates first dates here like I had to like say those things to her and her family and the little girl was just like wow like oh my god like from there to like Netflix and Selena and Suzette and like so like those wheels were turning and then her mom was so sweet to follow her because her dad was like if it's her like let's not bother her which was cool yeah. but at the same time and mom was like what well, Mija I gotta trust my daughter because she's fired up about this so she followed her daughter like all right I'll ride with you like I'll go with you that's cool so then when she had the moment with me she was just like girl you you representing for the everything like Raza, the desert, like, damn, you do this damn thing. And I was just like, ah. And then the husband was inching closer, starting to take off his mask for the group picture because now he was like, okay, I can get it. I, <laughs> I wanted one, but I didn't want to. You were yeah, having a good yeah, time yeah. with your family. So it was just really, really nice. And to me, I reposted that because that was a plain example of representation matters because she has me, she has Christian, she has, they have Gabe, they have, they have Annie Gonzalez, Chelsea Rendon. They have all these people that are Latino Hollywood now. And I only had Elizabeth Peña. Yeah. I only had J-Lo, like I only had, I only had so, Rita Moreno, like I only had three. And even before that, all I had was Princess Jasmine. I mean, God, my love, I mean, Jasmine's, Jasmine's Jasmine. But to the fact that I'm a brown girl, Latina, Mexicana, and the only like connection I have to the entertainment industry and representation is a Middle Eastern beautiful woman. And I'm, I'm honored that I have that connection, but at the same time, there's something up with that. Yeah. You know, it's, that's not okay. You know, so I'm, I'm really happy to feel like I'm, part of the pioneers of this generation because who knows who's coming after me right right no people are watching people are watching. <laughs> i mean young people you know to you know the the young and the old mm. are 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 uh um are watching you and and you're definitely a big a big inspiration and, and motivator and, and uh, honestly like, this is why we created mondo and friends mm. because 
Um, well, that and and uh, you know to have a, a shout out session uh, during these 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 shows, and um, that's why we created this this show. But it, honestly, like all jokes aside, because of lack of representation, because of lack of of just owning our own narrative, more you know? airtime, more airtime, um, just giving those that deserve a platform. Um, you know, have them have these kind of convos. I yeah. mean, there isn't a, a lot of places where you can just hop on, you know, onto a mic and, right. and, and, and have these kind of convos. Exactly. Um, Which is why I'm choosing to share so much. I'm choosing to share so someone can feel this. I'm choosing to share that you're not alone. You're not alone. You know, like it's, it's, um, yeah, I just am happy to, to uplift. That's definitely a big thing on like who I am is is making sure that like send the elevator back down or extend the table, you know, constantly because we've been needing this and we're a lot of beautiful people in this world, you know. And not just Latinos, Latinidad, but also people of color, period, you know. Yeah. So it's it's that's why I'm so giving with with some of this personal story because I I'm sure people are like, Oh dang, I grew up Joe's Witness or dang like I had this experience or that, or like, oh, I, I was debating on going into therapy. I'm like, you know, if they're going to therapy, like, man, I think it sounds good because everyone's in it. So we make it cool. Yeah, you know? just make it chill. It's just whatever. It's like cool. <laughs> you know, you. Uh... But I appreciate you, and I'm I'm really humbled. I'm I'm really humbled to be seen. I'm really humble to be. I, I mean, you've, you've been connect. We've been connected for like ten years, so it's really humbling to have seen both of us in our journey. And and to see where we've come, and and I'm really proud of you, and oh. and I'm really humbled humbled that you have me here. Thank Cause you. Because like we've known each other forever, and then now it's this, and now it's this because I'm on the show, and we're do both doing it. It's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, and, and I was I was ready to jump. I was like, get here, man. <laughs> let me give you let me give you the hard backpack. <laughs> With the closed fist, like my boy blue. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, and and the feelings mutual, uh, Noemi. Uh, you know, I, um, I think it's important for us to to, to have these conversations, um, not just for us, but you know, for for everyone watching. Yeah. You know, if you can give yourself mm -hmm. any advice, mm -hmm. you know, you said we've been following each other for for you know roughly like ten years. Let's mm -hmm. say, if you can go back 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give your, your younger self? I would give my younger self advice to breathe, smile, enjoy it, because everything's happening for you. So stay strong. As strong as you are, you're going to be even stronger, and you're going to reap all the beauty and joy from it. But you like just keep going, keep going, but keep going with joy and not not stress. Keep going with with um, appreciation and gratitude, so that you're just not bogged down on all the other things that we have going on. Like it really relish in, in all of life's beauty, both the light and the shadow. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite quotes is, "The joy is in the journey." Mm, that's so beautiful because and and I, I i i gotta say that quote to myself more often because i i forget mm -hmm. you know i forget um just how how beautiful like these moments are like the the day-to-day -day, um me i'm always thinking 
tomorrow, mm-hmm. next week, mm-hmm. next month, next year. Pass this deadline, pass this project. And instead of, of, of being in the moment mm-hmm. and enjoying the moment, mm-hmm. you know, um, the, uh, the, the hustle and bustle of, of, of the entertainment industry it's real. Um, is real. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes we don't, you know, get to, as I say, smell the roses as right. much as we should. We should. Yeah. Which makes sense why, like, when people get to a certain point, they're, they're suddenly luxuriating. They suddenly need to have the, the sunset view. They suddenly need to have a bathtub in their hotel or like they need to get away. And so it's not because we're, we're trying, I mean, I'm sure some people have their heart in the wrong place and they want to, you know, d- demonstrate that kind of big money, big sp- whatever kind of vibe. But for the most part, it's to rechar- recharge. It's to give back all that you've given, you know? And I feel like all this, a long time, like I was just putting in hours in the shed as opposed to, making sure I stepped out of the shed and wiped off the sweat and be like, damn, that felt good. Let me look up into the sky and take a breather and be like, okay, time to go back. <laughs> yeah. 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 What, what do you see yourself doing more in, in, in 2022? Okay, 2022. I thought it was going to be like long-term from, from now. In 2022, I hope to be acting a lot, different movies, shows, writing, Definitely writing, I think, is more than anything. And you just shot something. Yes, I just filmed in Atlanta with Eugenio Derbez. Um, Samara Weaving, Eugenio Derbez played my brother. With Carmen Salinas playing my mom. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes, so a movie's going to come out called The Valet. That's legendary. Legendary, dude. Like, what? (laughs) What? So I got to I got to audition for that in, during pilot season. Booked it. I was in Atlanta for the month. Had some beautiful beautiful experiences there. Um, great dynamics on set, and I'm really excited for y'all to check out this movie because it does feel I haven't seen the, I've heard that it's really good and had the locked pictures in, but um, it's the most LA I felt. It's got it's got Mexicanos, it's got Coreanos, it's got Hollywood. So it feels it feels like L.A. to me, and it was an honor to to represent like that. What's the name of the film? The Valet. The Valet. Yes. Yes. Super cool. Yeah, it's essentially the the story of a celebrity um, bumps into a valet service attendant, and paparazzi snap pictures, and they must continue the ruse that they may be an item. A minute. <laughs> I hope so. Where, I was like, where do I buy tickets? <laughs> That'll be announced shortly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Congrats yeah. on, on that. Thank you. In Thank advance. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was, it was really fun to be a part of it and to get to work with Eugenio and, and Carmen and to just have a, that that experience on set was just wild. No, the, 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 both of them are legends. And, legends. And, and Eugenio is, is, man, he, he deserves all the flowers, man. He really does deserve all the flowers. That is, He's a beautiful man, spirits inside and out. He was so giving, so sweet, so helpful, so funny. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, it was so f- amazing to watch him. It was funny. I was like, Eugenio, ¿sabes que, que Hollywood, it used to be Hollywoodland. ¿Sabías eso? Ah, sí. And then Amaury comes in, my, my work husband, and he's like, ah, sí, like, pues, no, sí, así estaba la tierra, estaba el nombre, Hollywoodland. Y luego se cayó, because he's Dominicano, puertorriqueño. And then, and then Eugenio's this, he's like, ah, lo mismo pasó a Disney. And we were just, like, dying laughing, because <laughs> Disneylandia. And we were just like, he's quick. He's yeah. so quick. Oh, yeah. yeah, super quick. Super quick. So, like, it was just really wonderful to learn 
from his from his pages and, and Carmen's pages. I always have a bucket next to me and I'm writing down what to do and what to not do on sets for me and then and carry it on to the next one. When you're jumping on these on these on these sets and I don't know if you do like the initial table read or mm -hmm. when you first like meet mm -hmm. you know your your cast members um what is what is what is that like are you are you nervous are you excited okay. are you yeah i'm nervous and excited yeah yeah i'm nervous <laughs> and excited for sure because with actors a lot of people don't know actors can get let go after the table read so a lot of actors or the camera test we might be in new zealand in our character's clothes doing a camera test for the look and then they might be like no they're just it's not clicking Wow. We let me get you someone else. So not only do we have the nerves of making sure we keep this job, but we also have the nerves of making sure we click with everybody. And then on top of it, just being excited to fuck, be considered, you know. Wow. So um, I'm always nervous, excited. I'm also in this hype Kanye mode of creativity where it's like, all right, let's do this. Like I'll never forget the table read for Tax Collector. You just felt, you just felt the vibes. You just felt that we were all like dialed in, clicked, and we were already doing the movie while we were just with books in front of us and sending things across the room. And there's also that vibe that's the really fun, exciting part because nothing is like that again. The table read only happens once. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I, li I like that you referenced Kanye. We were talking about music earlier yes. and, and who our favorite rappers are uh you said eminem i said eminem and i'm a big kanye fan and i was like i'm a big kanye fan too actually yeah you, you know uh, what i love about kanye is is that he's fueled by his own person mm. and you know I, I i constantly find myself defending him me too it's tough out here to be it a is. kanye fan sometimes it is you tough know? out here that's how we no, no no see this is what kanye really means yeah. you know uh, I just <laughs> it is yeah exactly verbatim <laughs> and uh, you know Kanye um, I became a big fan because as you know as he was coming up I was initially starting my career mm -hmm. you know and um, when he was uh, you know everything was rapping about was just like motivating and inspiring and and kind of like that hustle and right. and making it big and all of that and um that's something that resonated with me still mm -hmm. does like i listened to the graduation album yeah, and all, graduation you know for me. um because uh it just like pumps me up you yes. know and, and it just makes me feel like um i always feel like even though i'm, I'm 15 16, 16 years in i always feel like i'm i'm just starting oh yeah does that, yeah. does that happen with you percent. too? For sure. Yeah, I've, I've been in the game professionally 10 years, but the last three, four years, you all have been seeing me work. And this is every single role has been getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's like I just started to learn set dynamics. I just started to learn you know, how I am as an actor with this workload. How am I going to do acting when I'm acting on a soap versus when I'm acting in a commercial versus when I'm acting in a David Ayer film? Like, it's, it's, those are different ways to... People don't know that. No, they don't know that. They just... Like, I, they th people just think acting is acting. They think it's easy because it's, everyone is human. It's one of the only pr professions that you have to be another human. So you're like, oh, I do that. I wake up and I breathe every day. And you're like, yeah, but do you memorize lines? Do you do research about where you're from? Do you make sure that that's exuded? Do you... Do you connect with the other person in the scene and, and make sure that you're giving back and forth and not just about you when the camera's on you? Like all this kind of stuff is really important to make sure that we tell a story. For sure. Know? What, what yeah. do you think is the biggest misconception of being an actor? And what do you think is the biggest misconception of being Noemi Gonzalez? Ooh, mando estas preguntas. Hey. Oye. 
<laughs> I got way more. <laughs> I see why you do what you do. Be, hey. <laughs> be ready. Stay ready. Um, now I am. <laughs> um, this biggest mis misconception for actors is I think that we're not human, number one. Um, yeah, number one, that we're not human, I think is the bigger thing because I think it's the opposite. We're probably like super, super human because we feel so much so that we can give you that at a drop. We're, I did the crying scene of Selena's, I did like 14 takes of that. Wow. Like we have to drink water earlier in the day to prep how much we're going to be freaking crying, you know, and not just that, our heart and our spirit and our mind to be like, okay, this is happening in this world, but like you didn't lose anybody you you know what I mean? Like, that's also something we have to do. And then Man. there's other actors that I really appreciated. Actually, the recent actor who won an Emmy this weekend who was, like, thanking Kate Winslet for being Kate Winslet. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? I appreciate him for an interview. I, will, I research a lot of interviews to hear this from actors because otherwise it's not... The, the news um, outlets, they don't want to talk about these deep things and help and, and give to the public. They want to sensationalize. So this guy was, they asked him about his role where I think he might have played someone with mental instability or a drug addict. And they asked him like how it was during that time. And he was like, oh man, I'm, I, I lost some friends during that time. I was a, I was a wreck. I, I, I was a lot. And all that was affected by the fact that he was playing this character during this time. Yeah. You know, um, same can be said for music. I'm sure Beyonce felt some type of way doing Lemonade and letting out all those emotions, you know. So I think that's the biggest misconception is that because we are in front of the camera that it's some, some kind of barrier that we're not real. Literally, I'm watching TV and I'm enjoying myself and I see commercials say, N real people, not actors, or like not acting. I'm like, damn, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not real. <laughs> I'm also real sensitive. I don't know if y'all noticed. <laughs> so that's, I think, the biggest misconception is that I, people think that, and because of that, they get bitter, and they're just like, well, they have money is number one, or status, or, or beauty, or whatever the case may be, that people just want to attack and break us down. And it's really not nice because we've given we give so much to you to to the story yeah. to our role to the industry. So I think that's the biggest misconception that people just think it's easy and that we're not human. And it's like you you see athletes trying to act. <laughs> it's not easy. No, I mean I I know I I for a fact know acting is not easy. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it's, there's so much that goes into it. Mm -hmm. So so much that yeah. people have no idea. Right. Um, no idea. No how much goes into you know your craft yes yeah. and and that's why i have a, a lot of respect for what you do thank and you. I appreciate and of course that. you know uh who you are and and everything you represent thank um you. what would you say is the biggest misconception about noemi gonzalez i'd say the the biggest misconception about noemi gonzalez is that i i guess i think i surprise people I think people will be sleeping on me sometimes. I feel like I do feel that I've garnered some kind of respect, which I really, really love and appreciate. It really means so much to hear mostly <laughs> girls come up and be like, can you get a picture? Like, my boyfriend knew who you were. Like, he's the one that spotted you from Tax Collector or this or that. Or even when I'm at the dojo and I'm freaking doing a kick and a guy's like, yo, dude, like that, hey. And I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Like, it's just, you can feel respect. Yeah. But a lot of times when people find out that I'm not Catholic, but Jehovah's, I wasn't raised Catholic, but Jehovah's Witness. It's like, oh, that's surprising. Or I speak French and Spanish and English. Oh, that's surprising. Or I can make a little inside. Oh, that's surprising. Oh, yeah, like I've traveled this. Uh, it's, like, it's like I think people assume, 
because of what I look like that I could just be pretty and sit and memorize my lines as opposed to like, no, I got some stories to yeah. create and to share or um, they suddenly see me in a different light when they see me acting in a different way or impersonating something. They're like, oh, I didn't know you had that in you. Or I didn't know I didn't know you spoke this or I didn't know like this or that. And so I feel like I always whenever they say that, I'm always like, You're sleeping on me. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not you're not really seeing me. You're just having an assumption based off of like I'm a super tomboy. Like people probably don't register that just because I can put on red lips and hoops and eyeliner. They're like, Oh yeah, she a girly girl. But like I'm also Your hair looks great by the way. Okay, oh, hey, thank you. I like I like, I like the do. <laughs> thank you. Inspired by the character for sure. How about how about Hey, hey, that's a nice quaff up there. Oh, thank you. I like the curls. Appreciate I like that. Curly, curly is in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember, um, you know, seeing, I don't know, it was like late night. I don't know if you t- I tweeted or, or reposted a tweet mm-hmm. on, on your stories mm-hmm. or something where you said, am I... Oh, am, yeah. Am I up late? Late. Um, to, am, I, am I up early to go to work or am I up late working? Right. Yeah. Isn't that the story of our lives? Story of our lives. Yeah. And it's, and it's, I think there's a thing that can be good, but I also think it could be uh, healthier. Yes. You know, because sometimes I'll be in full of energy and I'll be like, it'll be three in the morning. Instead of giving myself negative energy, being like, like, why aren't you sleeping? I'll be like, all right, okay, well, so what? All right, I'm going to write a song. Okay, I'm going to write poetry. Or, oh, okay, I have this trip coming up. I'm going to do research right now on it. And by the time I'm done, I'm exhausted and ready to go to bed. So, like, I utilize that energy, and I don't judge it based off of, like, normal standards. That was me last night. Yeah? I wrote a whole um, poetry book. Really? No, I'm kidding, no. Oh, but don't I mess with me. <laughs> but, I did, but I did stay. I was, it was, like, 3 a.m., and I was wide awake. Mm-hmm. And, um... I was like, I, I made sure I was like, no, I gotta go to, I gotta go to bed. I got a lot of stuff in the morning, but um, it, it's it's funny how I, I think also the the way that 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 in what we do I think is um, our brains never really you know it, it's it's kind of it's not a clocking in and out type no. of thing, right? right? And we work off of like inspiration. We work off of like like momentum sometimes yes, too yes, yes. because I mean it could be in the middle of the day and I'm just like I'm not feeling it I'm not feeling it I'm not gonna write this beat I'm not gonna you know yeah absolutely. and, and sometimes it's 2 3 a.m. and I'm like are you a night owl in general I I, I think I am and I say I come alive in the nighttime <laughs> <laughs> you're invited to the next karaoke party (laughs) that we have thank you yo i made it (laughs) you are definitely in here with us thank you uh my guy fred here (laughs) does an incredible corazón espinado air his air guitar oh man done money Yeah. See, now, and I, like, I got you. <laughs> her, her air drums. Yeah, I got your air drums. You I do the drums too. I, I did I, yesterday. I was doing uh, I was doing La Vie on Rose and trumpet. I was just going for it. I was like, I'm, I'm for it. I totally. The, the last karaoke song I sang was um, "Killing Me Softly" by oh, Lauren Hill and the yes. Fugees. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then you give that to people, and people are like, "Ah, oh, man, let's have another drink, man. This is a good time." Yeah, 
<laughs> no, we, we love we love to do karaoke, man. Yeah. It's been a while. Cause you sleep good that night, huh? Because <laughs> you let it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. System of the down. Fred gets Ooh. down. Okay. He goes in. Yeah, we're going in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Where do, you, where, do you, where do you go for karaoke? He's like, Mira, he's like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he, he, he makes sure that the acoustics got to be right. It's true, though. Like, when I'm you in know? the shower in my garage, I'm, I'm Whitney Houston. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, 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 I love karaoke. I, I think that's, that's initially where being, I don't know if being in front of people, but, like, I, I think I lost my um fear of 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 like public speaking or being mm. phone, because my my pops yeah. um always said that I, I i could sing as a kid like yeah. oh canta bien mi, mi hijo mandito. mandito mandito canta bien and sometimes i'd be like you know hiding because we had a little party or whatever and um my dad would just you know start yelling my name mandito <laughs> And I was like, oh, that's, that's, the, that's the call uh-huh. to come and sing. I'm going to sing. I'm going to sing. Mandito. That's awesome. No, no. Ma, dile que no. Dile que no. No estoy inspirado. <laughs> no son las tres de la mañana, ma. Dile que no, mom. No. And, and uh, yeah, no, I started, I, I would start like, you know, singing and stuff like that. And, and initially, I think that's like what, mm-hmm. what, you know, so that's, it's, it's their fault, you hey. know? Hey, hey. Hey. We have good music, you know, and we love a good time. So, sabes que? We're singers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're True. singing, we're, dr- we're air drumming, we're acting. True. And he's like, why are you mad? <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to surround me with all this pura vida in, the, in music and in entertainment. You're going to show me Selena, Alicia Villarreal, and Celine Dion, Barbara Streisand, Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, uh, having me watch La Bamba over and over again. Like, you think I'm not going to want to be an actor? Right, <laughs> right. Hey, it was written. It, it is written. Amen. Amen, and God is good. Now, this next section of the program is sponsored by Verizon 5G. It's 5G built right from the network more people rely on. 5G ultra-wideband is available in parts of select cities, and 5G nationwide is available in 2,700 plus cities. Speaking of 5G, I want to talk a little bit about tech because it's obviously helped us immensely during quarantine and the pandemic. What role would you say tech has played for you in the last year and a half during the pandemic? Sure. Well, a thousand percent of what I use the most technologically speaking is definitely my phone. Um, That's what you mean, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely my phone. Um, yeah, Instagram for me, as someone put it really well, it's not just um, something that I pull up to catch up with my friends. It is something that I have to use as a business, give love to my fans for like being so giving to me and, and make sure that I put an effort out there and also um, being selective about what I share, when I share it. Like, I am choosing to share this here with you guys now, Thank you. Mondo and friends, as opposed to like choosing to do this on my, my Insta stories or something like that, because that goes away. So definitely my phone, definitely calling people, FaceTiming to connect, especially during the pandemic, like my girl and I, Chelsea, Chelsea Rendon, we would just start calling each other while we were doing, uh, you know, barriendo. We would like cleaning the house and stuff like, oh, girl, what you got? oh my God, girl, da, 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 da. oh yeah, like no me digas. And we're just hanging out as and we feel like we're together, but we're not in the same room. So I'm really grateful for technology in that way, especially thankful I was in location in Mexico as well. 
and during the pandemic to have that. And it's a computer. It's I've, I don't even call it my computer. I'll be like, oh my, see, I don't even call it a phone. I say like, computer. I say, oh my computer's dying. Like, does someone give me a charge? <laughs> like, it's it is. It is. It's a computer. Yeah, I'm I'm for it. I definitely um. I'm here for for the Apple technology advancements. It's really exciting stuff. Yeah. My dad always had like the most up and coming things in the house. It was really cool. We had Netflix when you had to buy uh, or rent the DVD for a bit. Yes. Like he had it like way before, and I'm like, Dad, you always you always have something coming up or like some new change. Or he's, I loved how progressive he was with technology. He was an early adapter. He was an early adapter. My father Gabriel Gonzalez, mira nomás. So yeah, he he was big on that. So I'm, I love hearing the new things in tech and stuff. I love that. I love that. So lastly, yeah. what is next yeah. for Noemi Gonzalez? What is next for Noemi Gonzalez? Well, I think I'm, I'm going to focus on staying on this element and not having any imposter syndrome about all the work I've had and all the work I've done so that I can be in this element for you guys to feel that I am representing. And so just continue acting, and but especially want to end up being a writer, director, producer in the future. So I'll... I really want to finally put some things to, to paper, a pen to paper, so I can make that happen. And it's, it is happening because Chelsea and I are developing a TV show. So we already have a TV show in the works that we have um, a developing deal with right now. And so I already have other... Congrats. Thank you so much. So that's, that's number one with my girl Chelsea Rendon. So it's amazing to get to do what I love, to also be seen more as a creative as opposed to just an actress to be seen as a producer or director as opposed to just an actress. So gonna be gonna be in my element. I'm gonna be in my element, I'm gonna keep that ride going while I smell the roses and move on to what's next. But I know that for a while I'm gonna be acting to get that, continue that respect, continue to garner that quality so that I can be trusted to direct and write. Yeah, it uh, talks to me about imposter syndrome. And for those that don't know, what sure. is imposter syndrome? Well, for me, uh, imposter syndrome is to be at a certain point and then register or have feelings that you don't deserve it or you're in disbelief that this is for you. How would you describe imposter syndrome? Yeah, no. That, well, yeah, okay. You, very well said. Thank you so uh, much. No. We're here in therapy with Mundo and Friends. Yeah. And we got you. <laughs> no, yeah, for sure. Imposter syndrome. I, so I had feelings of that. I, I was definitely doing Selena's series, definitely feeling like, I'm Noemi, and I'll always be Noemi, and I love that about me being real to that point where I always feel like I'm going to be grounded and I can have these conversations, but then there's also the real, real, real realistic element that, girl, you just learn the drums. Girl, you just, yes, you're acting with Selena in this scene. Girl, yes, you're working with George Lopez in Tax Collector. Like, lean into that, and you deserve to be in the same rooms, and you, and you will continue to be in the same rooms and better, you know, so... I, I definitely had to grapple with making sure that I didn't let the pressure of the show and, and how much it mattered to me. It was because it mattered so much to me that I was so scared that I wasn't going to deliver. So the imposter syndrome was coming in, I think, to sabotage that. And I wasn't letting anything sabotage this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity I had between action and cut and then having them edit it the way that they did, you know? So... Um, it's real, and, and it's been in other cases that I've had it, so I've had to be like, oh, that's that, that's that doubtful bitch that's in there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not, that's not me. Yeah. And so I give her a name, I'm like, calmate, wey, calmate. Tranquila, tranquila. Tranquis, hey. tranquis. I, I understand you're giving me some survival <laughs> notes. I will keep that in mind, pero no, that will not be at the forefront. Thank you so much. 
Tranqui. I like that. Tranqui. Like, that reminds me of... Yo perreo sola. Ajá. Like you see bad bunny. Tranqui. <laughs> Yo, I love your vibe. I love oh, your energy. You. And um, before I let you go... Yes. I have uh, these rapid fire questions. Okay. Uh, that we're going to get into. <sighs> Noemi Gonzalez. Sí. Are you ready? Sí. Favorite song to dance to? Uh, favorite song to dance to? Well, right now it's a... Uh, what you know about rolling down, down in, in the, the deep. deep. When the thing goes <laughs> numb. <laughs> freeze. Yeah, I, especially because Suzette and I were bonding over that song when I went to meet her for the first time in person. Oh, nice. So when I came back to LA, it was on. I was like, hey! <laughs> So what you know right about now, rolling down in the deep? That's, that's, uh, that's a good song. But the first one I say was Vietnam. Voy a reír, voy a bailar. Yeah, Vietnam, that's Mark my Anthony. ringtone. Oh, La Vida es un Carnaval is number one for me. Mm. That's That was my first ringtone. Then Mark Anthony, um, Vivi La Vida. But like I'm done. Yeah, that's, that's a jam. It's yeah. a classic. <laughs> yeah, gotta be classic. Yeah, Celia Cruz is... Obvio. O sea. Queen. <laughs> Uh, favorite song to sing to? Ooh. Favorite song to sing to would be I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. You go in? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You want to give us a little? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was really proud, though, because, like, my cholo cousin, I sang it as a family thing at a, a holiday thing, and he was having me sing it. And when I was done, he was just like, bro. And it wasn't like that I was like an amazing Whitney Houston sound. But you could sing. I could sing. Yeah. I could sing. But it was because I've had the training, you know, and that is a song that I've sung a lot. And the talent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I, I think it was the fact that he saw me in action. He saw me, the, the artist that wasn't just the actress, but also a musician. And so he was just like, fuck, I, I got to see that and my cousin, my little cousin, and he was just like, bro, come here. I don't care that it's Whitney Houston, I will always love Menpaka. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this was me rapid fire, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I know uh, we talked about um, this earlier, so I think I know the answer already. Cumbias or mariachi? Ah, I see. Es una cumbia, baby, para bailar. Biggest celebrity crush growing up? Ooh. Oh. Kobe. Kobe Bryant. I had a, I had a, I didn't tell anyone about this because Gabe was really hurting during that time. And yeah. Because we were in Mexico and we were just missing LA, like bad, like really bad. But yeah, I had a, I had a poster, I had a wall, um, newspaper clippings, y'all. That's how old I am of like Kobe and that time of that golden era of the Lakers all over my wall. So definitely Kobe, Johnny Depp, definitely Johnny Depp. Maybe Jonathan Taylor Thomas too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a spectrum, baby. Like, yeah. Shakira. Shakira was also one of my first crushes, Shakira, for sure. Yeah, I yeah. had a poster of her in, in fishnets and shorts on a motorcycle. I'm like, la suerte and then la tortura. La I'm tortura, like, yeah. yeah. Those, are the, those are like, just like, uh, uh, like evergreen classics, yeah. evergreen songs. Well, she's, she's an inspo to me, a huge inspo to me, Shakira. Um, just a genius and such a creative and knows so many languages and, and um, subjects and whatnot. So like she's always been someone that I admire and look up to. Yeah. Shout out to Shakira. <laughs> Shout out to Shakira. What up, Shakira? <laughs> Give us a call right now. Hey, 818. Girl. <laughs> yeah, right. 
you got any shout outs? <laughs> I was lit when she was drumming for the Super Bowl. I was like, yeah! She killed her and J-Lo. Come on now. Shut it Sh down. Shattered it. They were done. Donezo. Representar. Man. Mic drop. And they, they, then they had Balvin and, and Bad mm -hmm. Bunny come on. I mean. The kids. The, and the beautiful. Yeah. Game over. Done. You feel, you feel the love. <laughs> Favorite Spanish show of all time. Ooh. Favorite Spanish show of all time. I mean, oh, man. I, Spanish, as in like telenovela, as in like... It could be, uh, it could be anything. Well, any, the first thing that comes to me is, is, is La Bamba. Like that's, La Bamba and Selena are like the, number, the top things that come up for me. Um, so those are the, the ones I hold on to the most. La Bamba is... is so I, I watched La Bamba... Um, in the back of a truck, what are those things? Uh, the pickup? They, uh, it's like the back of a truck, like a pickup truck, and mm -hmm. they have the little thing on. Oh, yeah, the, what is the that called? case on top. Camper. Camper. Mm -hmm. So I was, I was in the back of a camper mm -hmm. with family watching La Bamba. Wow. Eating tortas. Oh, so yummy, so good. I love it. We have home videos of us watching La Bamba, and it's like, wow. <laughs> like, that's how yeah. deep we were into it. Yeah. Man, I drive in. I watched that. The drive-in, that sounds magical. I watched Selena at a, a drive-in, too. Really? Oh, I love it. Yeah, and this Bronco movie. Bronco. Bronco. Okay. It, there was a, the movie El Grupo Bronco. Okay. You know El Grupo Bronco? No, no. They had a movie out. Okay. And I watched that at a, at a drive-in, in, too. In the, where is this, in San Fernando Valley, or where? Um, I think in Sa uh, Santa Fe Springs out here. Wow. That's really cool. Those are some good memories. Yeah. 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 So shout out to the... Um, Santa Fe Springs. The camper. Shout camper. out to Santa Fe Springs. Those tortas, man. <laughs> shout out to those tortas. <laughs> those tortas come in clutch. Yeah. You remembered those tortas. You had, that was a detail that the, really yeah, put it together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember nothing else. I don't even and remember... And Richie! <laughs> I don't remember the plot to Broncos movie, but I, those tortas I remember. Yeah. That one you do. <laughs> Speaking of favorite... Latino food dish. Tacos. Tacos. Obvio, tacos. Green or red salsa? Green. Best song both. to... Both. Both. Like little re like remix both of... Yeah, I do green and red. Or the guacamole salsa with the red. Like I have to, like both. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you do the green and you're like, nah, I want more of a kick. I, you want, exactly, you, you, you want sabor and on. you want spice. So you got to like... People said it looked like a little orchestra when I'm eating. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> Best singer of all time. Ooh, best singer of all time. Is, I think it has to be. Oh man, that's really hard. It's between Whitney Houston and Selena for me, because Whitney having that power and range and angelic voice is 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 obviously iconic. But Selena, when we went to Corpus for the first time with my buddy Rob, um, Rob Terrell, um Abraham was so gracious to have us see some footage of Selena. I've always known that Selena could do any music. Like, I've always felt that, known it, whatnot. But Abraham showed us never-before-seen footage of Selena performing at different ages and different, different arenas. So when I watched that, I, like, I was, it was really hard not to cry because we were obviously, like, in such a sacred space. But also, like, watching her was, like, watching a mix of, like, Prince and Michael Jackson, but a woman and Latina. Like, it was like, oh, she would have taken, she would have been beyond Lady Gaga and Beyonce and Sierra put together. Yeah. Like, so, so to me, like, knowing the power that she had and the talent that she had with the way that she was, could be an artist about anything, that's where it's like, 
greatest singer of all time, especially for me as a Latina, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But both. Both for sure. Lastly, <laughs> what's one of your nicknames oh. that no one knows about? One of my nicknames that no one knows about is probably Gnomes. Nomi Gnomes. Nomi Gnomes is number one. Love you, no- Liana. <laughs> Nomi Gnomes? Hey, Gnomes. Gnomes. Hi, Nomi Gnomes. <laughs> well, Nomi Gnomes. Oh, we're friends. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming to the show. Thank you for having me. This has been a blast. This is really fun. Thank you guys so much. Truly. I'm just like humbled and honored. Same. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Uh, thank you for watching. Noemi Gonzalez doing big things. Hey. Look out for everything that she's doing. Make sure you follow her on, on social. Yes. Uh, thanks again. And thank you for watching Mondo and Friends presented by Verizon. Yep, yep. Thank you, thank no, you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>